Hello, everyone. And listen, we are so excited to have you today um, because my guest, who is hanging out in the virtual studio right now with me, uh, Monique A.J. Smith, is with us. Listen, um, she is the leadership strategist. She is the athleticpreneur. She has a magazine. She has books. And she's all about one of the things I'm going to say, one of the things that she's about is advancing women in what is still male dominated in the area of sports, sports management and all that good stuff. So we're going to get into it right after this introduction. Don't you move. Well, hello, hello, hello again, and welcome to the Charvette Mitchell Radio Show, broadcasting live, live from the capital city of Richmond, Virginia, but heard and seen all across the world wide web. We are so excited to have all of you that are tuning on in and joining us uh, here on the show. Um, listen, we uh, we definitely love, love, love um, all of you that are listening and coming in. I see Lynette saying help. <laughs> hey, Lynette, thank you for watching. Uh, listen, we've got our, our viewers coming on in. Uh, Betty Mitchell is saying, hey, girl, hey, that's my mom, mom right there. Um, welcome, welcome, welcome to all of those that are that are uh, popping it. Okay, Lynette is saying, oops, I meant to, I meant to say hello, not help. Okay, I was, I was going to find out what type of help you needed um, today, but we're excited to have you. Um, this Segment. This segment is brought to you by the sixth annual pop-up conference for women uh, in business. This is my signature conference hosted every year. And listen, we are bringing it right back here to the capital city of Richmond, Virginia, November 4th, which is for VIP only, November 5th and November 6th. You can jump over to heygirlhey.biz. Yep. That's heygirlhey.biz. Listen, if you're hanging out on the show website, charvette.com, there's a link and a button for you to jump right over to that website. And if you're watching us on live, live, live on one of our streaming platforms here, uh, it's right on the screen. You can screenshot it and all of that jazz. So there you go right there. There you go right there. And so again, um, the Charvette Mitchell Radio Show, the goal is to motivate, excite, and influence. And we bring guests to you and we, we curate shows that will motivate you and excite you today. And so listen, we're going to jump right on in. Um, we encourage you to share this out and continue commenting. We love to love to see your comments and share and we'll share those online. So let me do a little bit more of an introduction of our guest today. Monique A.J. Smith. She is a sports management veteran. Oh my goodness, of 30 plus years. Um, she also owns a consulting business called Seeds of Empowerment LLC, where she is a leadership strategist for athletic departments, sports organizations, and individuals who want to advance in athletic in athletics, sports business, sports business, or the marketplace. Um, she consults with universities by doing workshops and retreats. She has her own monthly membership program. She has a speakers bureau that you can get involved with and new hot off the press, uh, an amazing magazine. I believe we're going into the second edition, um, Significance in Athletics and Sports. And she is a radio show host 
chat in the garden. Uh, without further ado, coming on up to the mic, uh, live on the Charvette Mitchell radio show, we're bringing on in Monique A.J. Smith. Hey, Monique. Hey, Charvette. Hey, girl. Hey. Hey, girl. Hey, we're excited, excited uh, to have you uh, again. Uh, listeners are just popping on in, uh, just making comments saying, hey, hey, hey. We're excited um, to have everyone that is uh, that's joining us. So there you go. All right. So, um, Monique, tell us a little bit about how you got started in in all of this in sports in particular. How did you get started? How did I get well, I'm from Sussex, Virginia. All right. Which is right down the south of Richmond. I was a scorekeeper for West Virginia High School in the eighth grade. And uh, so I kept scores all during high school. I just saw one of my um, classmates, uh, one of my teammates, Tony Massenburg. He played for um, the NBA for 40 years. Wow. And and I was his scorekeeper. But when he was being recruited, um, someone had to add up all his scores and his rebounds for being recruited. So fast forward, I'm in college. I majored in public relations. And the first internship I had was for the CIAA. Mm. That's, oh, yeah. It's, it was the third largest um, basketball tournament in the country back then. And so uh, they had an internship for um, PR. And guess what? It was doing the same thing I was doing in eighth grade. It was calculating, um, adding up scores, putting the stats in, and picking the players of the week and the coach of the week. So that was my sophomore year in college. Wow. I worked in sports information, which is nothing but sports PR um, in college. And then um, I interned with the um, – BET in between that. A little did a little dabbling with television. And I didn't really like um, the creativity you had to come up with so fast. And I like to come up with slogans and promotion comes to me naturally. But uh -huh. not that type of that news. And so because I was with the sports information director people, they said there's a job at St. Paul's College and they uh, have an opening. And you should go for it. And I was like, hmm, really? So I had all the support of all these SIDs who said, no, we're going to support you. And here's the ironic thing. They had just named the very first female athletic director in the CIAA, Engineer A. Lee. So we became pioneer duos. First female AD, first full-time SID. And that was 1990 in St. Paul's College. And um, it just so happens that the administrative part uh, came by default. I became athletic director at 28 after going through five different athletic directors. And, you know, when people give you things, it's usually uh -huh. um, based on the fact that uh, they don't have anything else they can go to. But for me, <laughs> I have been the consistent person. I have been there the whole time. And the ironic thing is that the president contacted me while I was working the Olympics in 96, which is 25 years ago. Yesterday was 25 years ago that they had the open up the, um, there was a opening ceremony. And I was working the press room at Morehouse for basketball. And he asked me, uh, you know, would I please be interim athletic director? And I said, well, let, let me think about it. And I was like, 
the bomb went on that night. And I said, you know what? Life is short. Yeah. I'll go ahead and do this and I will learn from it. And if he sees something in me, I must try to see what he sees. Okay, so wait. So let me just pump the brakes here because you you name drop BET, you name drop the Olympics, um, the CIAA. So you definitely had such a great um, opportunity, like to really be in some big events. And uh, and as a woman, what was the, your perspective of um, anything you can share about like how women are treated in these environments or were treated at least back then? Well, you know, uh, I was just talking to my husband this last night. There's something about youth that you have. You don't have a fear of failure, you know? Mm-hmm. And I basically was like, oh, no, I can do this because it comes to me naturally. And I was like, okay, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. And you, and you heard me say I did BET and I did actually local television uh, and promotions as well when I was in college. And I learned I didn't like it. And so you yeah. got to, you know, test it out when you don't have anything to lose. But when we get older, and this is what I'm really concerned about now. When we get older, we have a fear of failure. We want to mm-hmm. stay with what works. And so, again, I've been in this business for 30 years. So after being at St. Paul College, uh, I went to Division One for two years. Then I went to the CIAA headquarters for 13 years. And that's when I began to really be the role model for women because they were like, how do I, how did you do this? And so most of it is you cannot, you cannot have your head down and just think, I'm going to just do the work and be noticed. Mm. And so because I served on a lot of NCA committees, a Black Women's Sports Foundation, um, the Honda committee, you know, my, my name, I was seen. And yeah. so the, the, the difference is, is the reason why I said that is because women who are visible seem to get the respect because you can showcase your specialized knowledge. Ah, that's good. And that's good in a lot of arenas. That's good in a, in a lot of uh, industries. And so for sports management and all of what are the different types of positions that people can get? Talk a little bit about, and then in particular, the positions like you have um, younger women that are coming to you saying, hey, how can I go up the ranks? What type of positions are they going after? Well, you know, and, and, and I do teach at Hampton University. I'm an adjunct professor in sports management. So what I tell my students is entry level positions are usually going to be compliance, athletic, hmm. Um, academic advising. I got positions right now. I'm trying to push people in. And and mind you, and and ironically, you know, when I promote folks, uh, it was really one of my students that he was a male. And he just says, I said, how how did the interview go? You know, the connection. And he said, but the price, I mean the price, the salary is pretty low. I said, well, you got to make a decision. Do you want a career in athletic administration or do you want to get paid? That's just it. Because you uh-huh. got to get your foot in the door. I mean, most uh-huh. people on professional level, I got two students right now interning, uh, but getting paid at three, actually. Seattle uh, Seahawks, uh, 49ers, and Baltimore Ravens. 
right? Wonderful. And, and I have a client who just got a job with the Washington Mystics. And she was working in retail and doing great and got like three promotions since the pandemic. But she had been pressing me and pressing me and pressing me. And we just kept working together about her confidence. See, that's why I keep trying to find the confidence. You can how to sell yourself. And again, the SID in me comes out of promoting my my people, same as I would a student athlete trying to get them all American. And I said, if people see your name on a list they hadn't seen before, because you know, they check off names they've seen or heard yeah. someplace else. And that's what you want to do. You want somebody to see your name on the docket. Okay, we just bring her in for an interview. So uh-huh. this young man, uh, basically, oh, no, this young lady, excuse me, young lady who just got domestics, she told, uh, we had a mastermind. And I said, tell everybody how you uh, selected this position. Because, again, she looked at her values. On her value list, it compass. It says nothing about... I want to make a certain amount of money. It'll be financial free. She mm. said, none of that was said there. She said she wanted to work in athletics and sports. And she listed several things. And because she was in retail, her point of knowing that she can sell now. So she's in ticketing with the mystics. And she said, no, it is a substantially lower than what I get paid in retail. But this is what I wanted. So knowing what you want, Mm-hmm. will allow you not to take the first shiny thing that's in your face. That's good advice. That's good advice. And so we talked about some of the lower end positions in sports management and all of that. What what are the positions that people are going for that are paying the big dollars? Well, it just depends on what institution, too. Okay. Uh, but also, but the, the covenant position everybody wants is the athletic director. Athletic okay. director. It's the leader of all the coaches in the program. And, um, you know, I think that's really great, but you also have to recognize why do you want it? Because sometimes mm-hmm. being uh, the second lieutenant is uh-huh. fulfilling because you can actually carry out programs. Most times uh, the athletic director is, is going to go fundraise and they're not, they're not touching the student athletes. You know, again, mm-hmm. entry-level positions are ones that are support staff. You know, now how mm-hmm. you go, you don't touch the people that you're serving. You're touching people that can help you serve them with resources. So Wonderful. understanding that, uh, where you get energy from, well, because again, if you don't, if you don't feel the students, and you you're gonna be very unhappy. Yeah. So, and you, what I love is that you've put together some things, some programs, some things that will help um, not just women. You do target women, but you will, you know, like me, a few lucky, a few lucky men, but you, you have a speakers bureau that you've put together. You also have this amazing new magazine, which can feature and give some of that visibility. Look, a copy right there. You, you are so well planned, so well planned. <laughs> so let, since you have that up, talk about what birthed that magazine, um, physical, actual, for those that are listening to the podcast, it's a physical, actual magazine. You can go get on Amazon, go to our website, all of that. Um, but what birthed that magazine and what will people find in it? Well, it, it, it was just, again, I just had, there's a, a young lady that was just let go from mm-hmm. uh, an institution last week. And I was like, this is what I keep saying. You know, no one knows her name. 
Mm -hmm. I said, she, got, she should have been in the magazine or something because now she gave 30 some years institution and no one knows her name. She didn't join the speakers bureau. I said, you know what? They're not getting the speakers bureau. They're not understanding that. Let me create this magazine. And I had just been in the anthology and, um, that and Diana was hanging out with us, who was a visionary oh. author. Uh, she might still be here. Uh, Dio popped in, who was a visionary author of the of the book that you're in. Yes, yes. And I didn't even know I was going to do that. She, I mean, mm -hmm. I went to a conference in it, and I wanted to share my athletic administrative uh, story because, mm -hmm. just like you say, people want to be athletic director, but they don't know exactly what it takes. It takes mm -hmm. a lot of growth mindset versus fixed mindset, and I wanted to share my experience. Mm -hmm. And so I got so much great feedback from that, but I couldn't share pictures. And I said, you know what? I mm -hmm. want something with pictures, and uh, the business format for the magazine is the same as anthology. The people pay to be inside of here, and like you and your platform and made them go ahead and go get professional pictures and whatnot. Yeah. And it's so interesting because that took legs for some people, some people on national committees now because of this. Yeah. Mm -hmm. There's one, there's one young lady in here who um, studied in sociology. I mean, social work, right? Because she hung out with me, she realized that she was serving student athletes. And so she shared the magazine, she's at Quinnipiac, with her supervisor, and then they wanted her to teach social mm. work for sports. You know what I'm saying? You just never know. Yeah. It's, a, it's, a, it's a seed planter. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. Wonderful. So how can, I've named a couple ways, but let me make sure they hear officially from you. How can people pick up a copy of that? Well, I'll make it real simple for you. You can go to Amazon and you can get uh, the this in your hand, okay? But if you want a PDF and you want to pre-order uh, the second issue, just go to payhip.com backslash seeds of empowerment. Wonderful. There you go. And if you are um, looking at the screen here in your live, uh, seasonofempowerment.info is her main website. And it will also click you over to um, the pay hip site so you can get to everything that you need. I think this is a good spot to do a quick little commercial break. Let you uh, sip some tea when we get back. I want to talk about um, chat in the guard in the garden, which is your um, radio show that's you know wildly successful in the genre that you're in. It's so niche. So we're going to jump into that. So we'll we'll let you go back to the virtual studio. <laughs> And uh, we are excited again to have Monique A.J. Smith hanging out with us. Uh, and we're going to take just a little bit of a commercial break. If you're new to me or new to this platform and you're saying, who is Charvette? Well, let me tell you a little bit about Charvette Mitchell. Imagine what it would feel like to throw a spotlight on your business and draw attention to the great services you offer. Picture having the tools and strategies to elevate the marketing of your business. That's the mission of Mitchell Productions. We consult with women entrepreneurs and a few lucky men to help them get more customers by focusing on their visibility, their marketing, and their branding. In working with us, our clients generate more revenue and increase their brand awareness. We do this in a couple of ways with consulting services, the Platform Builder Group Coaching Program, 
pop-up conferences, book collaborations, and the Charvette Mitchell radio show. Hi, I'm Charvette Mitchell, your online marketing strategist, your overwhelm eliminator, your platform builder, and your confidence igniter. Let's schedule a meet and greet call so that we can accelerate your marketing. All right. There you go. There you have it. All right. So let's jump back on in, bring my guest uh, back on live here on the Charvette Mitchell radio show, uh, hanging out here with us. And so Monique A.J. Smith, um, talk. let's talk about chat in the garden. How did that get started? What is that? How long? Give us all the deets. Yep. And we can see if you're if you're watching, you can see her logo, see her information right behind her. Well, I had a publicist. Um, and uh, she, uh, Nikki Curry, and she said, uh, "I have a, I have a client who wants to have the most, the longest podcast. Can you serve as a guest or a host?" And I said, "I have control issues. I will be <laughs> the host." And so we did that, and she was like, "Well, you're a natural with this." I said, "Well, I majored in mass media at Hampton. I know how to do radio." And I know how to do a rundown sheet and whatnot. And so she said, I have someone uh, that's a little bit more professional and I think you will love. His name uh, was Clark Garrison. Mm -hmm. And uh, I was blessed to have him uh, guide me. And he said, okay, this is the deal. Uh, You can pick the the area you want to do. And he says, you got to have a Facebook. And I said, okay. And what is that? And what do you do? (laughs) And uh, August, that would have been eight years ago. Wow. Wow. And uh, so uh, we have internationally known. And uh, we have a Facebook group that has grown to 2,100 people. Um, That's really, uh, I interview African-American women, uh, athletic administration, and sports uh, C-suites, executives, um, and really it's just, again, what you say, introducing different careers. Yeah. And I've, been, I've been told that, um, you know, I had one young lady who, uh, came down the ramp for a minute to become a mother. And uh, she said that listening to the podcast encouraged her to get back on. Mm. Um, I mean, that's the whole thing. And I, I drive people to the Facebook group for the networking. And when we congratulate when people get a, you know, get a job and get a position and it just becomes something that uh, people just live for, to be honest with you, because you ask me how it is. It's sometimes very lonely being. Yeah. Old. And so and as you read in my book, I talk about my my hitting a wall literally and figuratively. A community was what a, uh, my therapist said that I needed. And so mm-hmm. I'm giving to them what I needed and what brought me out of the clouds. And so uh, professional development is what I really enjoy being a social commissioner for the CIAA. And that is what all of this um, kind of all, it's like a, a wagon and it all connects and keeps going around. Didn't yeah. I plan it out that way? I mean, it, everything just, the, the, the magazine came out, I, I saw a need and I was trying to feed, feed the need that I saw within the garden. And uh, it's been a joy. I mean, I really enjoyed uh, to help other people. Again, my, my, my slogan is planting seeds of empowerment to lead others to greatness. 
Wonderful. And who are some of like maybe the high profile guests that you've had featured uh, on Chat in the Garden? Well, ironically, tomorrow I am going to have uh, the founder of Women's Football uh, Conference, which is Women's Tackle Football. Wow. Right. And, awesome. Uh, but I've had LaChana Robinson. Um, she's a commentary for uh, ESPN. Um, I had uh, the lady from The Athlete. Um, uh, oh, my goodness. Her name just passed me. I could, my mind goes to where they are. But I've had yeah, all yeah. the black female athletic directors, Carla Williams, uh, Christine Kelly, who's now the number two at Vanderbilt. I've had the number one, um, uh, the AD at Vanderbilt. They're almost every black female AD, Division One, Two, or Three, NCAA or MEIA, uh, I have had on the show. But I have had one Caucasian woman. Oh. And, and she asked to be on it. And when I couldn't tell her no, Joan Cronin used to be the athletic director of the University of Tennessee. She is really what put women's basketball on the map by her marketing and leadership. And so she wrote a book and I said, this is a book all women athletes need to have. So come on in. <laughs> wonderful, wonderful. And how can people listen to Chat in the Garden? You just go to chatinthegarden.com. All right. Nice and simple. Nice and simple right there. And you also do um, workshops and retreats oh, yes. for universities. So there might be who knows who's listening or will hear this. Uh, and so universities can bring you in. What are some of the types of things that you can discuss with either um, student athletes or faculty? Well, I just did last week. I just did the SIC. SWA, those are senior women's administrators. Those are the number two lieutenants of all athletic departments. And just did a virtual workshop for them uh, last week, and it was phenomenal. And I think uh, what I've been saying, you know, um, the big return, and mm -hmm. what I've heard from the women that are in administration and others is that it's a, it's a, it's, there's no more returning to normal. They're coming back. They're ready to yeah. come back but they're coming back differently. They want to be heard and valued. And so my workshops have always been catered to that, but it's now more than ever that you can hear what they say, what is important to them. And you need to cater toward that, you know, because people have been at home and they've been able to be able to see that, you know, yeah. the, the growth of my children, uh, me being a caregiver. So what I do is we do things called a compass, what really guides our decisions. And uh, and, we, and they get a chance to know each other and be able to find out what the values. And then when we, we visit the universities or athletic departments of uh, values uh, with what I call gung-ho, which is studying the way of the squirrel. Like, why do we do what we do? Which is like to gather the nuts. And then... Uh -huh. Number two is how, the beaver. The beaver knows he must have the dam done, but do you tell him how he has to get it done? No, you let people have autonomy, okay? And thirdly, the way of the geeks. How do we celebrate our wins? And so we do that together and they become rejuvenated after we have this interactive, interactive workshop. So that's my signature one that I do for most athletic departments. And then with student athletes, I really do concentrate on growth mindset because many mm -hmm. things that most of them are all leaders. But how do you how do you advance when you can't deal with no? Mm. 
Oh, that's good. Listen, somebody needs to type that in the chat. How do you advance when you can't deal with no? And quote Monique, put that in quote. Monique A.J. Smith, how do you advance when you can't deal with no? Wow. What's a, what's a little nugget right there? That's a good way to wrap up this interview. What's a nugget that you share with them about that? Well, I, I give them a tool of the four agreements. Because mm. uh, and, and one of them usually is what I said. It, it was the no to the position that you hold or was it to you personally? So it's not a rejection mm. of you. And I just, hey, I just take his feedback and the feedback me. I need to go back and give you some more information. It's a notification. No mm -hmm. is notification. All right. No is notification of that. I need to give you some more information to allow you to come back with a positive uh, affirmation to what I'm asking you to do. All right. Wow. Monique A.J. Smith, uh, leadership strategist, athleticpreneur, um, seeds of empowerment.info um, right there. If you're hanging out at charvet.com, all the information is there. If you're listening to the podcast, the bio and all the information is there on Apple Podcasts and iTunes and Stitcher and all of that. My last question for you, Monique, the goal of the show is to motivate excite and influence and we want to know what continues to motivate you seeing others advance when i see mm -hmm. the clients and whatnot actually get the awards get the notification you have received the job uh, my students you know with all of it again it's just like planting seeds. you see that one little little piece growing and you're like oh yeah and you say okay let's keep watering let's just keep going so that's what motivates me wonderful Bye. any final words or anything you, you wanted to offer let the audience know well um again you can find i like to communicate only monique aj smith is where i like to talk and so i would definitely love to talk about how we can plant seeds with you all right. Well said. Well, thank you for stopping by the show, Monique. We appreciate it. <laughs> thank you, Charlotte. You're welcome. Wow. All right. That wraps up um, a phenomenal show today with Monique A.J. Smith. Again, uh, if you missed any portion, you're like, oh, I just got in on the tail end. Just go to charvet.com. That's where you can check out um, an easy way to listen to the show. Also, you can, you know, forward it on to different people. Um, listen, thank you so much. I see uh, Marcy stopped by. Also, Lynette said, thank you. Thank you for popping in. Thank you for the show. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, and again, I'm Charvet Mitchell and I'm your lovely host. Host, online marketing strategist focused on your visibility, your marketing, um, your positioning, all the things. And this show is one of those outlets. And it's going to be a wrap for today. We'll see you all later on the web. Charvet Mitchell Radio Show. Catch Charvet Mitchell every Tuesday at 6 p.m. Interviewing all the stars you want to hear from. So until next week, stay motivated, excited, and influenced. This is the Charvet Mitchell Radio Show.